Welcome to Find Your Inner Sage, a show making self-care easy so you can live the life you want. I'm your host, Fiona Lynch, a clinical psychologist, bringing you evidence-based information and tips that work. Join me and our inspiring guests as we empower you to look after your whole well-being so you can live with joy and meaning. quick tip episode we're chatting about the hot topic of mindfulness and how to bring mindfulness into your daily life if you're someone who has a busy mind or a busy life and I've made this so much easier for you by creating some audio tracks that guide you through mindfulness of your daily tasks so that you don't even need to set aside extra time to cultivate mindfulness they're available on my website and until 30th of June 22 you get 25% discount using the discount code POD25. That's P-O-D-2-5. So mindfulness is such a hot topic and a word that's getting thrown around so much and for really good reason. It can improve your mood. It reduces stress and anxiety. It improves sleep. It reduces burnout. And it has a profound impact on your well-being in the workplace and in general. So who wouldn't want a little bit of that? But what actually is mindfulness? John Kabat-Zinn, who founded Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction and brought mindfulness into the medical world, really, defined mindfulness as the awareness that comes from paying attention on purpose to the present moment and without any judgment and with curiosity. There are lots of really important points in that definition. You can practice mindfulness by focusing your attention or your awareness on what's happening in the here and now, in the present moment. So often our minds are ruminating on the past or they're worrying about the future. It's very rare that our minds and our thoughts are in the here and now. And mindfulness allows you to bring your awareness and attention back to what's happening now because really that is all we ever know. There are four key areas of the present moment that you can focus your awareness on. I think the first and easiest is the environment around you, things external to you. You can focus on the sights, the sounds, the smells, all of those things about the environment around you. The second area you can focus your attention on is your sensations, the physical sensations and your breath. The third is your feelings and the fourth is your thoughts. So if you're confused about what to focus attention on when we say the present moment, focus on the things around you, your sensations, your emotions and your thoughts and pay attention to what's going on in those four areas in the here and now. One of the really important attitudes you can take towards mindfulness is to do it without judgment. So the goal of mindfulness is simply to notice and observe. If your thoughts wander back to the past or into the future, your role is not to beat yourself up for it or to only focus on the things around you or your breath. It's to notice that your thoughts have wandered back to the past or into the future. If you realize that, you are practicing mindfulness in its whole. So when you're trying to be mindful and your mind wanders off, as soon as you notice, maybe instead of beating yourself up for it, you can simply congratulate yourself for noticing. That is the aim of mindfulness, is just to notice. 
If you don't notice and five or 10 minutes goes by or even longer, at some point you'll probably be aware that your mind wandered off. And at that point, congratulate yourself for bringing yourself back and noticing what has happened to your mind in that time. There are nine pillars of mindfulness that John Kabat-Zinn defines, and these are those attitudes you can take to enhance your mindfulness. Non-judgment is one of the biggest ones. Others include acceptance. So again, if you're experiencing strong emotions or if your mind's doing funny things that day, we simply accept what's there. We don't try to change things in mindfulness. Often think people think that they're not practicing mindfulness well because their mind is still full and they think the goal is to empty the mind and focus only on the breath, for instance. That is absolutely not true. When we're practicing mindfulness, we're simply accepting the present moment and whatever comes up in it. We're not trying to change anything. Another attitude is patience. Mindfulness takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of patience with ourselves and with other people as well. We can cultivate mindfulness with a beginner's mind, treating every present situation as if it's never happened before, because that is completely true. This very second never occurred before. You might imagine, for instance, that whatever you're doing in that moment, you've never done before and see if you can notice it with as much curiosity as you would as though you're discovering a new world or something completely new to you. So often we think we know what's happening and we think we know what's coming because we think we've experienced it all before, but we actually have never had this moment before. You can also bring an attitude of trust to your mindfulness and an attitude of non-striving. If you're practicing mindfulness to reach a goal of paying attention to your breath without any thoughts distracting you for 10 minutes and you're really trying to reach that goal, you're actually not being mindful. You're striving. Mindfulness involves letting go and not striving towards things and just noticing, letting go and noticing and letting things be. And through mindfulness, we can also take an attitude of gratitude for whatever is coming up in this present moment. And that, of course, does not mean dismissing and minimizing those strong other emotions or thoughts because we accept all of them, but we're grateful for some of the things in the present moment and an attitude of generosity. Of all those nine attitudes we can take towards mindfulness, those nine pillars, the ones that really help me the most is not judging myself for whatever is coming up taking a beginner's mind, a mind of curiosity into every moment and to not strive. There are so many resources out there and meditations to help you practice mindfulness and cultivate mindfulness. What I'm really keen to support people with is to bring that mindfulness into your present daily activities so that you're not always having to create an additional time for it. The more you practice it outside of that space, though, and practice the mindful meditations, the easier it will get to bring mindfulness into the present moment. There are three really easy ways to help you practice mindfulness in your daily life. The first is to choose just one task that you'll practice mindfulness on so that every time you do that task in your day, that is your time that you attempt to be mindful by noticing perhaps starting with all of the sensations 
at that in that moment, what you can see, what you can hear, what you can feel, taste and smell. And maybe after you practice that again and again, you might add awareness of your physical sensations and then add awareness of your thoughts and your feelings when you're becoming more practiced at it. I recommend that you start with a task that you do at least once a day, if not multiple times a day, because that just means you get more and more practice at it. When I started to cultivate more mindfulness, I actually started with driving because it was something I was doing every day as I was commuting. So I spent just the first 10 to 15 minutes of my drive with my music off and podcasts off, and I just paid attention to the senses that were safe for me to be aware of whilst I was driving, like what I could see around me, really noticing the colour of the cars in front of me, the traffic lights, the road, and noticing what I could hear, just noticing the sounds of the vehicles, noticing the sound of my vehicle, and just paying attention to that present moment. Another area I love to bring mindfulness into because we do it so often, most of us, is walking. For me, when I'm walking on the beach, that's a time where my headphones always come out. There's so many senses to be aware of in the beach. Every tiny little grain of sand, the sound of the ocean that sounds different every single day. You might choose something like your cup of coffee, maybe the first few moments of it. Just choosing one thing you do every day to cultivate that mindfulness and that mindful practice and then you can expand it. This is exactly why I've created those tracks on my website to help you do that. So those tracks are on mindfulness of walking, mindfulness of washing your dishes, of brushing your teeth, of doing your laundry and of eating your meal. They're tracks that you can just press play and they'll help you bring all of those mindfulness qualities into that task. And I've designed them not to help you really practice mindfulness in detail. They're not slow tracks like you can find elsewhere with meditations and things like that. They're actually tracks that walk you through mindfulness pretty quickly so that you can do it in your current day and we're not adding any more time to your day. So the first step is to choose one task in your day that you'll practice mindfulness every time you do it. The second really important thing I think, is to actually set a timer. If I'm trying to be mindful of my meal and my meal takes 15 minutes, I can guarantee you if I'm having a day of a busy mind, I'm not going to maintain mindfulness for 15 minutes and I'm going to let go of the practice at some point without bringing my awareness back. Instead, I like to set a timer for just two minutes. That means that every time I wander off, I bring my awareness back to my meal or back to what I'm trying to be mindful of but I know that I only need to do that for two minutes and then I can let go of the practice. Because to be honest with you, when we're starting out with mindfulness and we're practicing, it's actually really exhausting for us to pay so much attention in detail and not just let our minds wander. The great news is mindfulness in time actually really helps attention and it helps concentration. But when you're starting, it can be hard. So set yourself a timer. Just set your timer if you're doing mindfulness of washing your dishes Set a timer for two minutes and see if you can just be mindful for the first two minutes. You can then build from there and build on your timer. And the third most important step of mindfulness is to practice it. Mindfulness is like any new skill. You wouldn't pick up a new sport or a musical instrument and expect to be an expert at it. Imagine you just picked up the piano and you expected to be able to play Beethoven or Mozart straight away. 
We don't expect ourselves to do that. So why do we expect the same when we're being mindful? With the piano, we play note by note by note. And maybe over the years, we slowly work up to playing something that sounds a little more like what Beethoven intended it to sound. And even then, we will still have days where it sounds nothing like it. It is the same for mindfulness. You practice it again and again and again without judgment for the days where it seems harder because you're noticing it's harder and then noticing is your mindfulness. So I hope today mindfulness is feeling a little easier for you and a little more achievable for you to start to incorporate. If you're wanting a little bit of support to bring it into those daily tasks in your life without adding extra meditations and things like that, head to my website, use the discount code POD25 up until 30th of June, 2022. Terms and conditions apply. Head to my website for details. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you know someone else who might find it useful, we'd be so grateful if you shared it with them. We appreciate each and every review that's been left and we love hearing from you. So please leave us one if you feel like it. If you want to stay in the loop about upcoming guests and episodes, make sure you hit subscribe and follow us on Instagram and check out the show notes for links to any resources that we might have mentioned in today's episode. Just a reminder that everything we chat about in this podcast is to help you live with courage and joy and nothing should be considered medical advice. So always chat to your own healthcare professional. We'll catch you in a fortnight for our next episode and we can't wait to have you there. We're grateful to record this podcast on the lands of the Wadarong people of the Kulin Nation and we pay our deepest respects to their elders past, present and emerging.